Welcome to Mind of a Football Coach, episode 13. Uh, we're back after a, a brief break. Uh, the season ended, and then you get into the, the off season, and I just took some time off, uh, had some some life change, uh, took a, a different head coaching job, and uh, just with, with that going on and having a, a family and trying to get things wrapped up from the season, uh, just just did not find the time to uh, to podcast. And today, uh, our podcast, we're going to have a little visitor. There's a bird, actually, in my office here that I'm recording this, and uh, that'll That'll be a fun time. See if it comes over and wants to wants to get in on this podcast action. Uh, so today we're going to talk about coaches' health, and uh, I think that's a a topic that gets overlooked a lot of times, uh, especially you know in the coaching circles. You, we don't talk a lot about mental health or physical health or uh, spiritual health. It's just, man, you know, we, we go to work and uh, we try to serve the, the students that we, we coach and uh, the programs that we're at and the communities. And I don't, we don't really ever talk about how to, how to help ourselves as we uh, progress through our career and uh, going into what will be Gee whiz, my 10th year coaching coming up. Uh, this is something that I've had to take a, a hard look at uh, here the last couple of years. I think having a child uh, does that to somebody. Uh, you want to be around uh, for them and hopefully their kids. And, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, actually, I had a, I had a melanoma. I actually had two melanomas removed from my back, and uh, that caused me to really look at how can I live my life in a way that promotes longevity, that uh, promotes uh, just an overall healthy lifestyle. And we'll get into that today, uh, some different aspects of that. But it's good to be back uh, with my listeners out there in podcast land. Maybe there's only one. I don't know how many there are. But uh, it's good to be back. Uh, I'll upload this. As soon as I can, um, and we'll we'll get rolling. And I'll I promise I'll put out out more uh, here these next couple months as I've kind of gotten settled into this new this new coaching job. Um, you know, overall health is a is a big is a big deal to me. Uh, I I played offensive line in high school and college. I was a big big guy. Uh, in high school, I was like 250, which isn't really big, but I guess it's big enough. And then in college, I got up to about 280, 285, uh, played center guard tackle. You know, it was a, kind of a nomad on the offensive line. But, uh, you know, I, I had seen, I, I saw something when I was a junior in high school that caused me to say, hey, when I get done playing, because I, I wanted to be an offensive lineman, and you have to be a big guy to be an offensive lineman. But my junior year of high school, we were playing in the, uh, golly, like the regional final was what it was called down in Florida. It was like the Elite Eight game, whatever. There's eight teams left in the classification. And uh, we won the game. Uh, beat, we won, went, on the, went on the road, 
and beat the team we were playing. And after the game, my uh, my dad's dad, my my grandfather on my dad's side, uh, passed away of a heart attack. He dropped dead on the field, and I remember watching that and seeing it happen. And I really thought to myself, you know, first the first thoughts were, I hope he lives. You know, I hope this works out. And then it became pretty apparent that wasn't going to happen. Uh, you know, after you know, a couple minutes, then you go through the grieving process and, and you, and I thought to myself, you know, what can I do to make sure that my grandkids don't have that experience? Uh, and, you know, I knew after I got done playing, I wanted to lose a lot of weight. So my heaviest playing weight was like 285. I never really got up in the 300, just wasn't built like that. Uh, but now, today I stepped on the scale and I weigh 192, which you know, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a tall, skinny guy. I'm like six, three and a half, 192. A uh, runner. I try, I try to swim some, but uh, I think I'm just like trying to beat the water. My form is terrible. Uh, I'll be swimming as hard as I can out of breath. And a guy who's probably like 70 years old just goes by me like I'm standing still. And I'm like, oh man, this is this is great. Uh, I'm, I'm not a swimmer, but, uh, you know, I like to stay in shape. So, you know, my, my picture of overall health started when I was, gee was I was 17 years old and I saw, you know, my, my grandfather who I loved taught me to long snap, uh, you know, among many, many other things as far as life, uh, life things, big life things. Um, and I thought to myself, I want to be healthy. And unfortunately, uh, most coaches I know are unhealthy, um, it, I mean, fit, at least physically. You know, what you can see, they're overweight, don't exercise. Um, you know, and that's something that I never want to be in that category. I want to be somebody that's, that's showing, trying to show people and players uh, it's important to stay in shape. It's important to, to keep yourself uh, active right for the for your longevity um so the first part of this i want to talk about is mental health you know because us as as guys we don't we don't talk about mental health right we don't say man how's your how's your mind are you having any what kind of thoughts are you having no those aren't you know we 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 make fun of each other right we don't ask those types of questions uh Generally, maybe if you're really close with somebody, you'll you'll ask those types of things. But you know, as a as a coach, uh, stress management uh, is a big part of our lives. Uh, even high school, college, pro, you know, managing managing stress is a big deal. Um, you know, because there's expectations that you place upon yourself, that people place on you, uh, and there's all types of you know things being said by different people in your program, you know, parents, maybe, maybe principals, maybe booster members, maybe, you know, there's all types of things that, that are going on, which are positive, excuse me, and, and negative, uh, that are, that are all happening, you know, so it's important to manage stress. So now there's two types of stress. There's like stress where your body, like you're really excited and your body just responds to that. And there's stress when you're like stressed, how we think about it. Like you're kind of down in the dumps, you're nervous, um, those types of things. And 
most mornings, I wouldn't say every morning, I'm reading a, reading a uh, kind of a devotional book by a guy named Ryan Holiday, and uh, he wrote a book called Ego is the Enemy, and the Ops, excuse me, he wrote a couple books, um, two that I've read, uh, one is The Obstacle is the Way, and the other one is The Ego is the Enemy, and, uh, you know, it talks a lot about stoic philosophy, like letting things just kind of roll off your back. And I was reading in a devotional a couple mornings ago, and he was talking about, uh, he was quoting Marcus Aurelius, and I don't remember the quote or have it in front of me, but he was saying about how the reason we're stressed is because we internalize what somebody says about us or types about us on Twitter or Facebook or in the news that it only causes stress if we respond to it. Because if somebody says something negative about you, but you never hear it, it doesn't affect you. So he, the, the point he was making was, you know, that it's us that need to control our emotions. And I, I'm guilty. I, I, I have a really hard time with that a lot of times. Because I think all of us as coaches, um, we have plans. Right? We've planned this out. This isn't willy-nilly, like we just show up and go, right? Um you know, it's months and months and months and months and years, right, of preparation of, I believe, in this because X, Y, and Z, uh, you know, and when somebody says something negative about your effort, it hurts because coaching, at least to me, is very personal. Like, this is a lot, a huge part of my life, uh, humongous part. I spent a lot of time, uh, thinking about things with football and fundraising and structure and culture and weight room. And that's a year round process that people judge you based on the two and a half, three hours. They see 10, if you're good, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever, whatever state you're in Friday nights a year. And they never, most people never see all of the time that goes into it. So when somebody says something that's, negative or it's it's a criticism uh, it hurts yeah i mean it hurts man any profession uh or, or any profession or thing you put time into that's going to hurt because it's something that you have put time in but uh you know i just i, I pray for myself and you know for my listeners that <clears throat> you would uh kind of learn to let that we would learn to let that kind of roll off our back uh because it is not the critic that counts Right, people can say whatever they want. I tell my students that all the time. When somebody they say it's such and such uh, said something about me, I said, "Well, they can say whatever they want, true or not. Uh, they can say it. Now, how do you respond to it?" And um, sometimes I need to take my own my own medicine. There, uh, you know, another part of, of mental health is we have to be be careful. We don't define success by things that are outside of our control. Um, you know, I've coached at places where uh, we had just a lot of talent. Like we were thirteen and one one year, and gee whiz, we have there's a guy now that starts at SEC school on the defensive line that played on that team. Um, yeah, we were good. You had a linebacker that's on scholarship at SEC school, uh, had a quarterback that went on to Division One school. I mean, yeah, we were good, and we prepared really hard. And I'm not saying we prepared any harder or better than somebody else, but we were going to win because we had a lot better talent playing. 
Um, been at places where we didn't win a game in a, in a year, in a season. Um, and we prepared really hard, and we got our kids ready. And um, there's definitely some things I learned as a head coach that uh, I have done differently since then. But there were some games, you know, we weren't going to win that one. Uh, the other team had just better people, and it wasn't really even close. Uh, but how do you define success? Um, and that's something that as a coach, I think we have to be careful of. We don't define success by wins and losses that we define success as have, have we prepared our players year round? That to me is success. Have you gotten them ready to play, (coughs) excuse me, um, by using a year round weightlifting program, conditioning program, practice when you can, and then get them ready on Friday nights and give them a great plan. Uh, as a coach, I tell my guys, as coaches, excuse me, I tell the players, you know, the coaches are responsible for practice. You know, we're the ones we demand, we, hey, we do that again, we push you because it's hard. And then Friday nights are the players. Um, if you're coaching a lot on Friday night, then you <laughs> and you didn't do much during the week. So, you know, do we make adjustments to things of that nature on Friday? Sure. But that's the players' time to shine. Uh, that is that is their time. And us as coaches, our job is to get them ready uh, throughout the week. So <clears throat> mental health, you know, stress management, what's your definition of success? Um, you know, really it goes back to the process, right, that we we have something that are things, there's multiple things that happen during a year. We have different things that we believe in, and we just stick to those no matter what happens, what no matter the circumstances that happen. Because circumstances can change. I mean, just like that. Uh, but are there bedrock things that we believe in and we just trust in those no matter what's happening around us? I think that is important. Uh, and that's one of the things that gives me great mental clarity uh, throughout throughout the year and definitely throughout, throughout the season. Uh, the second part of coach's health I want to talk about is uh, spiritual health. Um, you know, I'm not going to want to go into, you know, a lot of, a dogma here. Uh, I'm a Christian. Um, yeah, I do believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God, rose from the dead, um, and then He gives us forgiveness of sins. Um, but I'm not telling you that's you know that's that's what you have to believe. I, I believe that is true and that's truth. And uh, would love any emails you have about the, that thought. Uh, that's mind of a football coach at gmail.com. Um, but for me personally. I have to take like a Sabbath day kind of every, every week. Um, you know, Saturdays for me, uh, I get up, I work on the weekends, uh, for coke, but it's not a lot of football done that day. Uh, as far as uh, the team I'm coaching, it is, uh, just enjoy kind of my family. When I get home from my coke job, enjoy watching some college football, Go through the game the night before, kind of nice and easy, and uh, and then obviously obviously get back to work on Sunday. Um, but Saturday is kind of my my Sabbath day. It's like a recharge uh, to get ready for the upcoming week. Uh, there are some podcasts I like to listen to uh, throughout the week. Rob Bell has one called the Robcast. Uh, he's my favorite. He's the fan. Uh, great to listen to. Then there's Rich Roll. Um, the Rich Roll podcast, again, another great one to listen to. Um, 
just really good interviews. He, he interviews a lot of people that are very, very interesting. He interviewed Lance Armstrong on one of his podcasts, and that was uh, that was awesome. That was very, very insightful. Um, those are two I, I usually stick to. I don't listen to many football podcasts, <laughs> which is kind of strange, right? Uh, but I'm just trying to – I'm football all the time. When I get in the podcast mode, I'd like to have something that adds to a different uh, part of my of my life. Um, and then, like, the last part I want to talk about today, and kind of I'll go into this pretty, pretty deeply, is physical health. Um, you know, I always believed in being healthy. I was an exercise science major in college. <clears throat> um, and only recently have I really delved into what does it mean to have a healthy diet. Um, I actually became... A, a vegan uh, last summer, summer of 2017, and that has changed my health in ways that I could never imagine. I'm, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to my <clears throat> my physical, so I can see my blood work. But um, becoming a vegan for a number of different reasons, uh, definitely health wise, uh, I've lost about 30 pounds since becoming a vegan. I didn't feel like I was a heavy person before. Um, but I feel great. Uh, and then like compassion wise, watched some different things, read some different things about what, um, companies do to animals, right. When they uh, get them ready to, uh, to be eaten. Um, and that's something that you know, definitely, uh, played a role in that, uh, some compassion because diet is, uh, is the biggest part of your health as far as physical health. Um, you know, what you eat, what you put in your body, uh, get that cholesterol down, right? Um, you know, in countries where they don't eat meat, they don't have heart disease. Uh, it's amazing, right? Meat or animal product. They, have, they do not have heart disease. That's a very Americanized problem um, because we eat a lot of meat and a lot of processed meat, a lot of cheese, a lot of cow products, right? Milk, um, which is not good <laughs> for, your, for your heart and your body. Where do I get this? Where do I get this information from? Uh, NutritionFacts.org, and then there's a documentary on Netflix called "What the Health," and uh, you know definitely some some places do your do your own research. You know, look it up. I'll put some I'll put some of these links in um, the names of some of these videos because uh, there's another there's another video on um, Netflix called Cowspiracy, and that will really get your Get, that'll, that'll get you going down the rabbit hole a little bit <laughs> as far as um, being a vegan. But uh, I'll put these in the show notes. I'll put the, some web not, some websites, some links to podcasts, and the names of these documentaries in the, the show notes. And then kind of the second part of physical health is obviously exercise. Uh, I had a very wise person tell me a couple years ago, the only heart you have to keep healthy to continue to live, excuse me, the only muscle you must keep healthy to continue to live is your heart. Um, yes, it's important to lift weights. That's awesome. That's good. But it's really important to get your cardio in. Walking, running, swimming, biking. Make sure that heart is healthy and it's pumping and you feel good. Um, you know, so today we just did a brief overview of Coach's Health. Um, gave you some tips. Talked about mental health, spiritual health, and physical health. And I hope that that helps you guys. Uh, it's good to be back in podcast land talking uh, to my peeps out there. 
and I uh, pray that you have a, a wonderful day.